1: Episode two, I could say with confidence, of the Third Man podcast. I am your co-host, Paul Kaminsky.
2: I'm your other co-host, James Kaminsky, and defying odds, we're back again.
1: And finally warmed up. We did it. Last episode was like cold starting a dilithium engine. It really (laughs) inverted the rules of space-time and caused a black hole.
2: The amount of times they had to invert stuff on that show (laughs) makes me believe they should have just (laughs) inverted it from the start, okay?
1: This is a Jack White history program where we talk about (laughs) deflector dishes and uh, third man records, assorted ephemera, yada, yada, yada.
2: We talk about Star Trek and Budge. You'll love it. It's great. We do
1: do that. We do that a lot. And we're back. Last episode, we told you we had a few cool interviews in the can. Well, we got another one. We're going to really pop that can of Billy Beer right open. And we're going to let you know what's in it.
2: Yeah, so won't you join us for this great, fantastic interview we have here with our friend and yours, your co-host. Oh, well, did we mention who
1: we are? I'm, oh, no. Well, I did. Did oh, I? No. I, I'm, I'm co-host. your co-host. Oh. I'm, you, 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 you hang mean. up first. <laughs> I'm your co-host, James Kaminsky. I'm your co-host, Paul Kaminsky. I, <laughs> I'm still rusty.
2: <laughs> we have our other, our third co-host, if that gives you a hint. If the title didn't, we have Co Molina on the show again. She's back, back
1: again. Co Co is you back. You are you are our first threepeat extended interview guest, and it could not like. There's a reason. You know what I mean? Like we love all of the people who decide to say yes to us. We just do. That's a fact. However, Co, yeah. you are great. Specifically, you are great. And you can come back on any time and we want to talk to you anytime. You're amazing. And there's a new project that Co. is promoting this time around. And yes. we're gonna get into that a bunch on the show. I believe that's called the Heart of Detroit.
2: It is. And it's a great project she has going on where she's documenting people who are in and around Detroit and who are experiencing, you know, life during this strange time. So it's uh, it's it, it deals a lot with activism, with journalism, with photography. It's keeping a record of what covid and coronavirus is doing to the people of Detroit. And it's also inspirational in that it shows the courage and resiliency of the people of Detroit and how they're able to cope and manage with these difficult situations because Detroit folk go hard it's a resilient city full of resilient people and co is documenting that and it's fantastic everyone should go check out the instagram if you want to find it on instagram you can go to the underscore heart of underscore detroit that's again the underscore heart of underscore detroit so look for that on instagram great stuff on there by co if you didn't know and haven't listened to the other episodes that she's been on, she is an amazing musician. She was in many, many Detroit bands, including Co and the Knockouts and the Dirt Bombs. And uh, she also photographed the first White Stripes album cover as well as photographing a lot of uh, White Stripes shows and stuff and is a friend of, you know, Jack White and Brandon Benson and all that stuff. But she's also just an amazing talented artist and photographer and she has perfect pitch, perfect pitch.
1: I mean, we're going to talk a lot about that, but James, before we do, I have a real quick jaunt for you.
2: Oh, oh Paul, jaunt away. Where where are we jaunting to?
1: Well, we're jaunting to a certain kinky corner. Ah, James, it's the kinky corner.
2: We've, we've done done it again, Paul. It's, our, <laughs> it's the kinky corner.
0: I'm a seeker, too.
1: I can't help thinking somewhere in the universe there has to be something better than that.
0: It's got to be an answer. You may not like what you find. Just getting the kinks out. All right, all right. Come on, kid. Let's try the enemy.
1: So this is kind of... The Kinky Corner is where we talk about the kinks. This Kinky Corner is actually kind of a smell of Kinky Corner, <gasps> which... <laughs> Please don't, don't. Somehow it sounds even dirtier.
2: Yeah, we blacklighted that kinky corner and it's it's gross. Well, There's, there's a stench. There's a stink.
1: <laughs> in our season five debut where we talked to the legendary Dexter Romweber, he actually gave us a little bit of a kinky fact. And I just wanted to go ahead and elaborate just very quickly on that kinky fact because I did look it up and it is correct. So when we were talking to Dex, Dex told us that the kinks had a a tangential connection to the serial killer john wayne gacy Mm. who was convicted of the murder of 33 people so listen i've been watching a lot of manson family documentaries right now and those are pretty gruesome dude 33 is extreme is extreme and also three and three so connected (laughs) but yeah so anyway the kinks they were they were playing in illinois state armory in springfield illinois and that was on june 23rd 1965 and it was promoted by the local chapter of the jc's whatever that is j-a-y-c-e-e-s and its vice president a pudgy shoe salesman named john wayne gacy same man who was later convicted of the serial murders of 33 young men and boys. After the show, Gacy invited the band to stay at his house, and they went there for and had some drinks. Accounts vary, but there was either an odd smell to the place...
2: Uh-oh. That's the
1: fact we're smelling. <laughs> Gacy's strange vibe or the shine of their drunken host that took to Dave Davies. So, I guess Gacy was kind of into Dave Davies on some level... But the group opted to get hotel rooms rather than spend the night. And he was, I guess, trying to get them to spend the night. Gacy was later a uh, children's entertainer known as Pogo the Clown and created and sold paintings of himself as Pogo during his 14 years on death row. It adds an eerie irony to Dave Davies' 1967 song, Death of a Clown. Uh, So I guess we'll play a bit of Death of a Clown here. We have once again learned about the kinks in a kinky corner.
2: Yikes! Wow, that is... Um, woof. Yeah, let's get out of that kinky corner. It's smelling a little weird. Let's say we uh, we go right from that crazy craziness uh, into this other crazy craziness with our amazing co-co-host, Co-Molina. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, man, I forget exactly what I was going to say, but I'm going to crack into this beer that dropped on the pavement. Oh, this
0: beer that just magically follows guys. yeah Yeah, it... No,
2: it <laughs> It literally dropped on the pavement before I came indoors. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yep. so it, it might explode in my face. Do uh, it. So, yeah, no, it's it's. Put really yourself good. on so the screen
0: first, though. Yeah. No, let's, let's see it. Go, let's see it. Let's see it. James. It's, it's Wait, right it. over I'm top gonna, of my laptop. On, so this is going
2: be, to be, be great.
0: <laughs> hey, it worked. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Anticlimactic. <laughs> <Just> anybody. <laughs> what are we going to do? Yeah.
1: Well, we can always rock and roll, can't we?
2: But Paul, and what a segue! Our,
1: and that's a segue. That's
2: what we call a segue. We'd like to welcome to our uh, very esteemed program. We have Co Melina here. You've come back
0: for the hundredth we, time. Yeah.
2: Well, you're you're coming back as a as as we've called you the co-host because at this point uh, we, we love you and we need to talk to you at least once a season.
0: Once a season. It really does
1: fill our hearts with joy, Co. It better. <laughs>
0: That was great. Oh, I was oh, listening to,
1: I was telling you before before James arrived here all drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, he's wasted uh, already. Yeah. That's uh, it. I, was, just I haven't fitted. eaten dinner yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have I was, I've been listening
1: yet. to mm-hmm. our other interviews and I was like, man, I forgot how fun Co. is. This has gotta be great. So thanks for well, being fun and for joining us.
0: Well, thank you and for hopefully you live um, up to our expectations.
1: <laughs> Oh!
2: So. <laughs> I'm kidding, kidding, kidding. I'm already drunk. Please.
0: <laughs> so now you're gonna get you're gonna get boring, Co. So yeah, last few months. <laughs>
1: I love that this is your impression of boring you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't even do it for like a minute. <laughs>
2: Well, it's been a minute since we talked to you last, yeah. And since we last crossed paths, the Third Man Records 10 Year Anniversary Show happened, in which we almost crossed paths. Yeah. Yeah. Co. Carefully avoided you, James. I know it was a wise <laughs> choice. I did encounter Troy Gregory, so he didn't get to escape so easily. But
0: so you didn't get to escape so easily. <laughs> I'm just Troy was kidding. A Troy was <laughs> yeah, a delight. I'm Loved just kidding.
2: The turf bombs got back together. What the hell? That was great. It was amazing. Yeah. You were You were kind of hinting, hinting that something could happen like that um, yeah. last time you were on, but uh, you you want to tell us a little bit about how, how that all happened? How, who uh, who approached whom there?
0: Ben, I don't know. Ben just called me and was like, hey, do you have the state free? And I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, uh, third man, 10 year anniversary party. I was like, yeah, sure. I'm in. Nice. And then we did it. I mean, I think probably the hardest was getting Pat here from Australia. right. Know?
2: Yeah. That's right. That was crazy seeing him there. It was, it was nuts. I was so happy you guys got back together, though, because I know Mick was also saying that he wanted to do something like that. I assumed Mick would be the hard get because he's... He's, he's so hard, hard to track down. So much. Yeah.
0: Well, you know... <laughs> Of course, Mick didn't say this to me, but he had hinted to other people before 2020 that he wanted to do a big tour this year for the 25th anniversary of Ultra Glide in Black. Mm. And, you know, obviously, either way, that wouldn't happen. (laughs) Why? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. (laughs) yeah i don't know but you you
1: guys hadn't played together in at least a few years up to that point
0: yeah and it it was weird yeah i mean you know and we're a band that's used to not practicing (laughs) (laughs) but usually not practicing is like oh you know we haven't played in a few months Right. Or, you know, that kind of thing, but not like, oh, we haven't played in a few years. <laughs> yeah. Well
1: was was it like a bicycle or was it did oh, you have yeah. to adjust? It was yeah?
0: it was just like riding a bike. And one of the things that was so like I almost cried when this happened is you know, I'm I'm on stage right all the time. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's my that's my little area. That's where a lot of people were standing backstage. And so when we played Motor City Baby, Ben's mom and Ben's oldest daughter Violet were back Mm. there, and uh, Ben's wife Melissa. And I remember seeing them like you know, and it was early on in the show that we played that song. But I remember like Melissa like holding on to Violet because Violet was like you know trying to get on stage to dance or whatever. And so during Motor City Baby, Ben's mom came on and sang backups (laughs) with me. And then uh-huh. Ben's daughter came up on stage and was dancing and I just looked back at Ben and he just had like you know and I've known Ben since he was like 17 16 15 I don't know I know since we've he was been calling little... him baby
2: Ben on the show since you since you started <laughs> coming on
0: yeah and I, you know so I've known him since he was a little kid and I just saw this like look of like proud dad you know, seeing his, like, little girl dancing on stage, and I almost cried, like, you know, and and, and it's just like, I don't know, it's one of those things, it's like, oh my god, we're, like, adults now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. That was an adorable moment, I I really like that, too. Seeing you guys on stage, it looked hot as balls up there in the sun cuz it was mm-hmm. uh it was like April but it was Nashville April so it was yeah. obviously like 97 degrees i'm yeah. used to you know pennsylvania and you're used to detroit april which yeah. is what -5 so <laughs> uh, i i was very much sympathetic for uh, how much sun was in your eyes <laughs> and
0: oh it, i don't care you know yeah. like being on stage it's just like whatever you know like <laughs> it doesn't matter doesn't matter well that whole that whole week or the that whole like couple days was really strange for me because the night before i i sorry that's my dog is that george yeah he's uh he likes to sit in in the room that i record in when i'm recording yeah. Like when I do my radio show, he sits in here and hangs out with me. <laughs> it's really cute. Um, if anyway, people out
2: there on our show aren't follow, uh in the audience, are not following George on Instagram, you really should.
0: He's yeah, bad. puppy George Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't posted in a while.
2: <laughs> <laughs> COVID's got him down. He's uh, been a bad boy. I know. Bad.
0: The night before I had gotten this really weird message. I can't remember exactly who it was from. Somebody somebody from Little Stevens underground garage and they were and they said Alice Cooper's trying to get a hold of you. And I was like, <laughs> "What?" And and pa- you know, part of me is like, "Okay, I should be used to this by now because like as I told you before when I started working for Little Steven it was like what? Will Steven's trying to get a hold of me? What? You Man. know? <laughs> so yeah, I got this weird message like, Alice Cooper's trying to get a hold of you. And I was like, what? what is going on here? You know? <laughs> and I don't answer the phone. If it's a phone number, I don't know. Yeah. Who does that these days? Nobody. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's probably a robo call or something. Yeah. yeah. My and car's so-
2: extended warranty is really out of date, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I like, I messaged back. I was like, well, tell whoever it is that they need to text me. And let me know from whatever number they're calling me because I'm not going to pick up the phone unless I know it, you know, whatever. And so then all of a sudden, you know, I get this text saying, This is Bob Ezrin. And Bob Ezrin has produced Alice Cooper amongst many, 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 many people. Yeah. And so I'm like, Hello? He's like, Hi, this is Bob Ezrin. I'm like, Uh,. Hi. You know, and he's <laughs> like, uh, you know, Alice Cooper's doing this EP, you know, dedicated to Detroit. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And he's like, yeah. And he was wondering, you know, he was talking to little Steven and he was wondering if you wanted to sing a duet with him of the Susie Quattro song. And I'm like, wait, what? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, "Um, I'm in Nashville right now, (laughs) uh, so I I don't really know what to say, and I can't really, like, what, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, "Um, yeah, I'm in Nashville, too. And I was like, "Uh, really? Wow. Okay. And I think he was producing or recording like the Moody Blues or something like that. I don't know. Somebody. And I was like, well, if you're in town, you know, the Dirt Bombs were playing tomorrow at this Third Man thing. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll come to that. So I was like, all right, let me call Ben to make sure you're, you know... I can, you know, get you on the list and stuff. Which is, a, like, stupid of me. Like, of course I can get him on the list, you I, know? I
1: love that you're negging this guy left and right. You're like, I don't think I can go here. Let, well, ah. if you can come, maybe. <laughs> yeah, let me see if I can get you on the list. No, but... no,
0: no. I would told he wasn't,
1: but... <laughs> is but... Alice coming?
0: Uh... <laughs> nah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, so he so he shows up at the show, you know, and he's like, hey! And he's super nice, like, great guy. And, of course, Ben has already met him before, you know, of course. <laughs>
1: yeah. And um They've already gotten into some trivia argument
0: that's like yeah or exactly. something. Exactly. You know. And then I come home and I immediately get bronchitis. Oh my god! Oh. And he's like, hey Co, so uh can you lay down some vocal tracks and then I can mix them in and I'm like, um I kinda have bronchitis and he's like, ah oh, just do the best you can <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh God so, yeah, so I, I like, tried. I, I did, like, seven takes, and I sent them to him, and he's like, yeah, those aren't going to work. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was just like, can you just wait, like, a week? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but no. Oh, so, that's a bummer. Yeah, so I did not get to do a duet with Alice Cooper to that be fair you didn't
2: do the duet they just didn't put it on that's true <laughs> they right. just you didn't just it. use it yeah. <laughs> yeah so you can still put that on a resume and no one can yeah. say you're a liar
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean we'll we'll get back to alice cooper later in the show because we had a couple questions i had a couple questions about the um the, the recent little steven oh the road uh, show road show but
0: yeah okay we'll get yeah
1: but but before we before we get to to Alice there I I just had a question had you been to the to Third Man Nashville before or was that the first time
0: That was the first time wow Yeah
1: Ooh, oh, what wow. did you think of that Wonka Land he's built down there What was your <laughs> What was your
0: Honestly Were you just like this
1: is insane or like what
0: I didn't really see that much of it Yeah Yeah like um you know they had the one room set up for like all the bands to hang out in
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then Ben's office was kind of like the dirt bombs keep all of our stuff locked in there, slash the kids can take naps in their room, (laughs) you know?
2: They'd heard about the van getting stolen, so they were trying to be very careful.
0: (laughs) And since it was so hot, and that room was air conditioned, I pretty much was just like in that room for most (laughs) of the day. And, And yeah, and like, and since like the bands were staggered the way that they were, It was weird because, like, I, you know, I wanted to see bands, but then it was like, oh, you have to play, you know, Mm -hmm. and then it was like, you know, and then it was like, oh, the Cobras are playing now, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, because we got done playing, and then the Cobras are playing, and I'm like, all right, let me go see the Cobras. Oh, I can't even get into this room. All right, forget (laughs) it, you know.
2: I was going to say, that leads me to my next question, which was, did you, were you able to catch any of the shows? Because Mick was running around like crazy, too, I'm sure, because he had the Gory Show as well in the Blue Room, and Mm -hmm. the Blue Room was packed like i got in yeah. there early like first thing so i was able to see like soledad and we had to actually leave in the middle of soledad because uh my wife who was with me was pregnant like oh. very pregnant
0: yeah and, and she's like.
1: the blue uh. room
2: is very very loud and yeah loud. and loud small and uh you know dr walker uh his music is 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 great and i love it and it's so great and i was so happy to see it but um the baby was actually punching Ariel's oh, stomach no. like so hard and we're like he's either dancing or in a lot of pain so I quickly looked up the CDC like guidelines for noise and they're, and they're like, like don't exceed this amount of decibels and I'm like, like this is definitely here.
0: more
1: than that well I,
2: the,
0: th- the other thing about it was just that like the main room where like all the bands were hanging out and stuff it was like you know it was like 1999 2000 reunion in there yeah you know so it was kind of like it was hard for me to leave that room
1: because it was just
0: like a lot of people that either i hadn't seen in a while or you know what i mean it was just like it was like class reunion or something so it was just like I was sitting on a couch and it would be like, oh, hey, how are you? How have you been doing? How have you been doing? How you? you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you guys got to play. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 so I just missed like all the bands. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? But I'm glad you got to connect, though. I was going to ask about that. Like if, if you got a chance to, to see people and, you know, have that yeah. sort of like reminiscence yeah. and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was nice. It was really, really nice.
2: I was going to say that's like one of the appeals of that show to me was it was like a bit of Detroit like coming down to Nashville and Yeah. I, I had never seen like half of those bands and I'd always wanted to All right. uh and specifically the Dirt Bombs which I didn't know if I'd ever get to see, you know,
0: Every a, a, again, again really. Yeah. And so
2: I wanted to make sure that I was that was there and uh yeah, it was it was fantastic and
0: we 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 went over time wise and we were going to play um the song Granny's Little Chicken, and, you know, Jack was on stage right. Mm -hmm. And back in the day, way, way, way back in the day, you know, sometimes Jack would, like, go to Toronto and we when we played or something. And, you know, then Ben would run out in the audience and do whatever Ben does, and Jack would hop on the drums. (laughs) And I I was like, um, I was like, oh, my God, Jack's going to do that you know, Jack's going to hop on drums when we played Granny's Little Chicken. But we went over time, so he didn't get to, you know.
1: Oh man. And
0: um like after the show, I you know, I saw him in the other room and he was like, that was a really great set. What happened to Granny's Little Chicken? You
1: know? <laughs> That's so great. That's so awesome.
0: <laughs> and I was like, sorry. <laughs> And, because you know everybody would have been like, "Oh my god!" Right? Man, <laughs> <Yeah, right.
2: laughs> um, and if you were in the blue room, while that was going on, people would have pissed off.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: <laughs> Such a fine little fire. So tender and so sweet Then
2: somebody thought He looked
1: good to eat Granny waited and waited For him to grow in the down
2: also, since, since we last talked, the White Stripes self-titled double like, X box set came out, mm-hmm. uh, which was the 20th anniversary of their self-titled album, which included some uh, outtakes from the cover shoot that you mm-hmm. guys took. Did we talk about these other, these other photos last time? Like, what bridge was that? We, I saw all these photos that you took that I wasn't aware of that didn't exist.
0: I don't remember now.
2: Uh, there was like some pictures of Meg in a very small dress just in the snow. And I feel like Jack said, you have to stand here with, <laughs> with no coat in the snow. <laughs>
0: yeah, probably.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be very cold, very uncomfortable. I'm very sorry. Here's yeah, this but, you tiny know, candy that's cane. that's what
0: you do, you know.
2: <laughs> it's all for rock and roll. It's all yeah.
0: for rock and roll. It's all for art. Yeah. Either way,
2: very <laughs> cool to see those outtakes.
1: Um, did you supply those? Good? Did you, had, did, was that any of that stuff from your personal stuff? Or
0: they um, just sort of had it? I don't remember now. Because a long while back when I think... I, it must have been when Third Man first started. Because I took all those... I took those photos for the first album for free. You know, and mm. I supplied my own film and everything and developed them and everything. I just sold them the entire, (laughs) like, collection of it, you know? Yeah.
2: I did appreciate that they continued the Zydeco
1: tradition of putting that at the end of their (laughs) (laughs) name The name that confused us for so long.
0: What What is is going on? What
1: kind of
2: Louisiana is Is she from Eastern Europe? I don't get it. It Zydeco. It
1: sounds Prussian.
2: Anyway, all that's to say is let's get to the good stuff. Uh, Let's get to the heart of Detroit, which is uh, this amazing new project that you have involves photography journalism activism it's called the heart of detroit it's great it's on instagram
0: at the underscore heart of underscore detroit everybody out there should be
2: following it do you want to give us the lowdown on this project what how this started what what's up
0: so basically you know there's this little thing that's happening right now called covid
1: (laughs) haven't heard it (laughs) yet
2: Is that why you canceled the tour? Uh, oh,
1: man, I'm, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I just came back from Disney World. And it was delightful. <laughs> I have a real bad cough, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and you just got kicked out of like Target because you, right. you weren't wearing a right. face mask. You don't know why. You don't know why people are wearing face masks. It, <laughs> it
2: must have been wild. This is on a tangent for like people who are on walkabouts or whatever for like five months and then came back and everybody's in masks. And, like, and they're like, is this the apocalypse? And everyone's like, yeah, I think so. We think so. <laughs> (laughs)
1: It has a lot more social media than we thought it was going to, but here we are.
0: You know, we went into lockdown, as most people did. Then, you know, the federal government said, like, okay, small businesses, we've got this loan program that we're going to give you, you know, the PPP first round. And I was like, oh, wow, federal government actually cares about small businesses. This is very strange surprising wow okay that's kind of cool and then they they actually announced some of the people who got these ppps the first round of them and it was like ruth chris's steakhouse and shake shack and the lakers the smallest business yeah tiny businesses (laughs) you know just mom and pop run businesses that don't really make that much money i immediately was just like so pissed off i was so 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 mad You know, because as we've talked about before, like I was a bartender for many, many, many years and an actual mom and pop business. You know, a lot of my friends are bartenders, waiters or own small businesses or work for small businesses, are musicians. Basically, everybody I know either works for a small business, owns a small business or is a small business. So I spent like a few days being really really angry going into the garage and like screaming (laughs) you know like what the hell is wrong with this
2: and george is there going i i'm sorry i am so sorry (laughs) no no i I, I, I made
0: george stay inside the house because (laughs) he's very sensitive to like even when people argue on tv he's like oh no what did i do you know (laughs) so yeah after a few days Of me just being super angry, I thought like this is not doing me any good. If I'm just going to be super angry, I'm just I'm going to go insane. Yeah. Already my mental health is not that great because of things that have been happening. So I need to do something. And at that point, I was like, all right, what is this something that I can do? if you remember the last time we talked, I talked about how, like, you know, my parents were like, why did you end up being a musician? And me saying to them, well, you didn't send me to doctor camp or you didn't send me to lawyer <laughs> camp. And then, you know, so then, like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, why didn't I go to doctor camp? You,
2: know? <laughs> you could have had perfect pitch with a scalpel or something. Yeah. <laughs> could have been.
0: But yeah, so I, I just sat there and I was like, I don't have any money. I'm not rich by any means. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. What can I do that would be meaningful at all? And I've kind of always, like, taken, like, snapshots or, like, photos a little bit. You know, not, like, anything serious.
1: Yeah, was it your uncle? Yeah, my uncle.
0: yeah. Yeah. My uncle I had a dark room, and you know, he used to make me de- develop his film for him and stuff like that. And
1: <laughs> really, just like a, a miniature version of Interlocking there yeah. uh, without
0: all the child abuse. <laughs> I mean, how safe are all those chemicals? You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I thought about it, and I was like, well, you know, I could take pictures of people and I could write little blurbs. I mean, and originally it was. Kind of going to be about restaurants because even though tons of people were unemployed and still are unemployed, I felt, you know, it's like still people were like maybe every week or once a week or every two weeks, like, okay, I'm going to, ind- we're going to indulge and we're going to get carry out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was kind of hoping, like, well, if I do this project, I can feature some of like the awesome local restaurants we have and instead of people going to like applebee's or chili's or whatever they'll go to these great mom and pop restaurants
2: for the Mm. record applebee's and chili's because they started putting different names on grubhub and doordash and stuff (gasps) um to get you to go to them because it's not their name so it's like a a different like wing place or something
0: no way
2: so that they could attract more customers
0: wow it's
1: dubious i (laughs) I would say it's the (laughs) thing they've ever done but that would ignore all of the diarrhea yeah Uh, yeah i mean to
2: be fair as a millennial i have tried to destroy their business uh, yeah according to many articles but anyway i digress uh restaurant industry was crumbling and so yeah
0: but you know yeah i I mean i started it thinking about restaurants and like coffee shops and stuff like that but then soon very quickly i was like i can't just do that i have to really branch out and do basically anybody every because everybody's in trouble and especially me being a musician like how can i not cover musicians a lot of people who maybe aren't musicians or don't really understand how the music industry works think like oh well you know musicians can still make money because we can still buy the records but they don't realize that the bulk of a musician's income is touring and playing live shows mm-hmm. selling records doesn't really make that much money for a band so rewind just a l- tiny little bit so yeah so i made this big decision to do this and before i even did anything about it i talked to my friend joseph joseph patel and he lives in New York City, and he's he's a really amazing guy, really really amazing. He's like king of media. Into he ran um, MTV's coverage of Obama's campaign in oh, wow. two thousand eight. You know, yeah. like he's just he's an amazing guy. And so I I called him up and I said, so I have this idea. How do I do this? Because I didn't want to just do this on my own Instagram page. You know, I didn't want to like. You know, because I want to have my own Instagram page for myself, too, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> and he said, well, you know, you need to start uh, another Instagram page. And unfortunately, obviously, nobody's going to look at it. You know, at first, you're going gonna to have to double post with your page and set yourself a number of followers. Like, And that number for me was 1,000. A, was a mm-hmm. And when you hit that number, go to your personal page, your Comalina page, And then, you know, post a little thing saying, okay, thank you everybody for checking out my pictures here. From now on, all these pictures are going to be on the Heart of Detroit page. And, you know, I would never have thought of that. <laughs>
2: you
0: know yeah, what I mean, that I is mean, wild
2: to think of. Yeah, that I, I just would have just started the thing and being and just
1: had like three followers at the end of it. So, yeah. social media management is a full time job. Yeah, it, it, uh, in and of itself, it is yeah. exhausting, and you wind up putting a lot of money and stuff, at least on Facebook, that you don't expect right away. So it's like sort of crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, and he, he there was just so many little tips that he gave me, and I was just like. Wow. Like some of the stuff I had no, like never thought of. So then I actually started taking pictures and still haven't posted anything yet. At that point, I talked to Nick Sinner from the Yeah, Yeah, yeah Yeahs. because he's an amazing photographer. He's got books out. He's in the U.S., which this is why I didn't talk to Pat because he's in Australia. Time difference, you know, it's hard, whatever. But I talked to Nick and I said, hey, Nick, I'm trying to do this idea. And he was like, oh, this is a really, really wonderful idea. And I said, yeah, but my photography skills, you know, I'm not a pro. So can I send you some pictures and you give me sort of, Some pointers of like how you would like adjust the photos to make them look better or like how you would retake these photos or whatever. Mm. So he was really, really helpful with that. Like one of the things that he said right off the bat, he was like, duh, you live in Detroit. So a a lot of the people that you're taking pictures of are African American. So you're going to really have to keep that in mind when you take photos. Well, I should say, for people who haven't seen the page, all my pictures are in black and white, and everybody's wearing face masks. Yeah, so yeah. if it's
2: a nice way to make everybody kind of on equal footing. The page yeah. too. which
0: is good. And yeah, but if you're not showing any other feature of it, of somebody except for their eyes, because the face mask is covering their nose okay. and their mouth, the eyes really have to show something, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was like a really so those two really really helped me out in the beginning. And so I just started posting. And in the beginning, it was really weird. It was really, really bizarre because a lot of people just didn't have much to say. (laughs) You know, it was just kind of like, this is my business. You know, these are the hours that we're doing and by appointment only, or you have to call in if you want something and we'll run it out to your car. You know what I mean? Like because everything was locked down except for essential businesses. Yep. And for me also, it was weird because, yeah, since we were in lockdown and it was like, you're not supposed to really go anywhere unless you're like going to the store to buy your groceries and this and that. I was kind of thinking like, oh, am I gonna get pulled over? And <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And also because the DMV are here, it's the, uh, the Secretary of State was completely closed. And so my tags on my license plate were expired. And I was just like, uh, I don't know how to renew these. You know, they were like, you know, mail in a check. You know, and I'm like, I don't have a check, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. have did a Michigan, checkbook. You know?
2: <laughs> did Michigan extend any of those kind of deadlines? I know uh, Pennsylvania did. And so you were able to do it like four months after the fact. But
0: Michigan, they, they, they were like, you can do it online. But for me, I couldn't because they didn't have my proof of insurance. So they basically were like, you can mail it in or you can try to make an appointment And the appointment was just, like, the appointment schedule was just insane. So I was just like, forget it, you know? I'm not even going to try at this point. (laughs) I shouldn't say that, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, even even if you
1: had to mail things in at least the highest office in the land isn't directly attacking the thing that mails those things so you don't have to worry about that co yeah don't no. worry about it but I, I i
0: did end up mailing it in you know okay but okay. i didn't i ended up not getting my tags until probably two months after they expired
2: but i hear that leads to tag fraud i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's be real it's been March for like nine months now so we don't have to worry about months or time or anything a friend of mine
2: is a a programmer and he made a website specifically to say what day of March it is currently (laughs) Uh, so it's like it's like the hundred and something day of March right now yeah it's very good
0: Yeah, so, you know, yeah, part of it, I was just, like, worried. I'm like, am I going to get pulled over for having expired tags? But, I mean, I think that a lot of people, or the police and stuff, they just did not care about that kind of thing, you know? One of my worries was just that, like, at some point, I was going to get pulled over, and they were going to be like, where are you going? And me not having, like, a really good answer, because, well, here's my driver's license. Well, why are you, you know... 25 miles away from your house you know what i mean like what essential thing do you need that's 25 miles away from your house you know but you know that that didn't happen which was great but yeah but like in the first probably month or so everybody's answers were really this is what i do and i don't know what's going to happen so yeah even if you look at the page first couple weeks it's just like this is so and so this is their business or this is what they do And they're just hoping that things will turn around. When I began the project, I set myself this guideline, which was that I would post one picture every single day. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that that was a really ridiculous goal.
2: (laughs) It seems easy until you have to do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and like the first couple of weeks, it wasn't that hard, you know, because people didn't really have that much to say, you know, yeah. people were just kind of like, this is my business, uh, you know, right. because nobody knew at that point. Yeah. So I, I was just like, all right, well, you know, and I think as a lot of us were thinking like, well, you know, this is probably going to get figured out in the next few months, maybe, hopefully and also i had a part two which i still hope to do at some point but maybe not my part two of the project is that when somehow we are all safe from covid whether it's a vaccine or whatever it is i'm going to go back and take pictures of every single person that i've already taken pictures of but take them all in color nice Ah, that's great yeah But we'll see if that actually happens, because I might be too exhausted or too broke. (laughs) (laughs) The world may never get fixed, who knows? Anything could happen. (laughs) Or we all may be dead. So I don't know. Yeah. But so then, you know, so I'm like kind of moving along and doing this whole thing. And you know, at this point, like masks are not a political thing at all. It's just Mm -hmm. like, that's what people are doing. You know, you're just wearing a mask because it's safe. And I made a point of like, okay, the people who I don't know, because I I really made a concerted effort where I was like, I'm not just going to go around and take pictures of people I know. Hmm. That would be ridiculous. So I did a lot, and I still do, a lot of cold calling or like get on the internet and I like look at Instagram and look at what different businesses and stuff or Facebook or people tell me about other people and i just cold call them and i say like hi so uh this is the instagram page i'm doing and if you don't have instagram look at my facebook and do you want to be a part of this you know and usually people say yeah and if they say no it's fine i don't press them people have the reasons if they don't want to do it and that's fine with me yeah but basically yeah. then and, and i used to post as i took their picture so it was like chronological order but then george floyd got murdered and everything kind of went crazy at that point. Even Not just for me, but everywhere, you know? Yeah. Right, right. And my project completely changed at that point because I always try to have, like, at least two weeks' worth of pictures just in case something happens. Yeah, so I always try to have, like, at least two weeks' worth of, of pictures in case, like, my car breaks down or something happens and I can't get out to take photos. Yeah, so he got murdered and it was just it was awful it was terrible and like you know I mean we've all seen the video and it's it's unfortunately it's not like the first time that this has happened but because of COVID maybe like it instead of people like protesting for like a week and then having to go back to work people have more time to protest yeah. you know, and I really applaud the people who are. I've interviewed a lot of like the protesters and stuff, and, you know, they do their best to be safe. They wear masks. They get tested all sorts of things. And I really applaud them because you know some I mean I think the one of the main groups in Detroit last I heard they were on day like eighty three or eighty four and, yeah. and they protest every day it's it's amazing they that they're they're still doing that, but I mean that changed a lot of things for my project because you know at that point, I was just posting as you know chronologically mm. and I just felt like, okay, well. I have a lot of musicians and businesses coming up this week, but the week after I have a lot of like black owned businesses and black musicians coming up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they need to be this week instead of next week. So I started making phone calls like, Hey, um I'm gonna push you till next week, is that okay? And it was really it was really wonderful because, you know, nobody was like, What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Why won't you post me this week? You know, and in fact, a lot of people ended up calling me and saying like, "I don't know if you were going to post me this week, but please don't." Like, yeah, please yeah, post yeah. black owned business. P- please pl- post an-, an artist, you know, of color, or this and that, and this and that. And at that point, I was just like, "You know what? This is my <laughs> damn project, and I'm going to do what the hell I want to do." <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. that also. Started people having more to say. It wasn't just like this is my business and I don't know what's going on and COVID sucks, you know. Right.
2: I was even gonna ask, there is a, a turning point in which the posts, like you said, get get longer and, and more activism kind of led and mm-hmm. you know, that turning point is like you said, George Floyd's murder. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna see like did did that, you know, particular moment in time evolve. The project at all and, and do you see it evolving in any kind of other ways Or is this or It's, are constant, you, it's yeah.
0: constantly evolving with, yeah. with, with everything that happens in this country Or even in the world It affects my project yeah. mm-hmm. You know, like when we had that Spike in the south, people had things You know, people change what they have to say I mean, because like Usually how I approach things Is like, if I'm a, if, if, we're a stranger, if we're strangers Or even if I know you I'll talk, I'll call you on the phone and I'll say hi this is Co or whatever this is how what I'm doing blah 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 we'll talk for a little while and then we'll set up a time that I can come take a picture of you obviously I am as careful as I can be masks you wear masks we try to stay far apart I have like a little clip on lenses on for my iPhone because. Mm. You know, I was like, mm. oh, maybe I'll, you know, use a real digital camera. But it's like, nope, I don't have time for that. You know, yeah. if I have to post every day, I don't have time to download something from a digital camera onto my computer. And then, you know, we're, we're just going as cheap and as fast as possible. And then basically after George Floyd, I was just like, I'm not interviewing you until two or three days before I post your picture. Mm-hmm. Because. It doesn't make sense anymore. If I interview you like the day after I take your picture and I don't post your picture for a week, so much happens in that week that your answers or what you have to say could change drastically. Yes. Yeah. Right. You know, so I ended, I you know, so there was like a point in time, like two weeks where I was doing double interviews for with people and I don't mind, but it's so much time for me. Like when I interview people, sometimes these interviews are like three hours long because I, I don't want to just be like, how do I put this? Sometimes the things that people have to say to me are really, really personal. Yeah. And you don't get that from just being like, okay, so tell me uh, how you feel about COVID. You know what I mean? Sometimes. That's the boring
1: co character again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, sometimes it, it takes, you know, it it. this is where, like, I guess, what I'm good at comes in, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I'm good at talking to people. So I talk to them, and I talk to them for, like, two, three hours. And, you know, and of course I ask them, like, is this okay for me to write about? Is this not okay for me to write about this and this and this? <laughs> it's so funny because, like, it used to go from, like, this this much, and now I have, like, each person has, like, four <laughs> pages, you know?
2: I've even noticed in the comments you start adding yeah. extra paragraphs. Well,
0: because I didn't know this, but Instagram has a character limit. Do
2: they really? Yes! Because I noticed that in the Bill coozy Is it coozy or Cozy? Cozy. I mean, uh, Cozy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that interview, you had added an extra thing, which, by the way, that uh, interview, that, that whole section is great, because the fact that they call him Butter Bill is the best yeah
0: um. <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't know that instagram had a character limit the first time that i went over the character limit i was just like do 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 you know right and then all of a sudden i'm like wait how come none of the stuff i was typing showed up and then right. i was like oh wait a minute there's a character right. limit so i had to go back to like the last full sentence and then mm. kind of do like a dot 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 and like arrow down you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> continued in the comments and i mean and that i guess that's what like facebook is good for that i can just like write as much as i want but mm. i wanted a place where everything was in one place and you could right. see all the pictures and then you can click on the pictures and read mm. but yeah i mean i really want people to kind of feel like they know these people and i really wanted the idea of you know detroit kind of gets this bad rap you know in the past riots murder city capital you know and like detroit always needs somebody to come save them you know Mm -hmm. and i wanted to get rid of that i want not necessarily get rid of it but i wanted to show the side of detroit that isn't that that there is this community in detroit that helps each other out that isn't, like, subsidized by Dan Gilbert, that's not subsidized by Mike Illich and the Little Caesars, you know? That there Mm -hmm. are people in the city who are doing wonderful things. There are people in the city that, yeah, their lives suck right now, but they're not just, like, at home, like, crying about it. Or they're not at home, like, on Facebook complaining about, I hate Trump because he did the, or I, you know what I mean? like. There are people who are really doing wonderful things, you know. And honestly, like like right now, I think I have 121 posts up as of Saturday, August 22nd, 7:07.
1: So for people keeping score, that's 121 days.
0: Yeah, right? and I'm gonna keep doing this until hopefully COVID's not a problem. Yeah. Or I run out of money. Or I That's
1: easy You just turn it into a book And go from there
0: (laughs) Everybody says that Everybody says like Do a book Do a book Do a book But like I I can't do a book Because I don't want anybody To be Excluded from a book yet Yeah I'm not done You know
1: Volume one I'm just saying. Like, no, but volume two has to be the happy
0: part. You right, know? Right.
1: Well, now I think if we're going by like Star Wars metrics, it actually starts happy and then it gets really depressing right in the middle.
0: Well, how do yeah. I do that
1: then? Well, you got to find some Ewoks, Co. I don't know Heck how to help you here. <laughs> if you won't help yourself, you need to get some Ewoks and put some face masks on those little and get them in this book. Look, we all know who we can use as a
2: Jabba the Hutt. We, we, oh, we, God. <laughs> but
0: I mean, but the, the wonderful thing is that, like, with the exception of a few people, I stay, like, I've met so many wonderful people through this project. Like, so many. Yeah. Like, if you just pick any of those photos, like, I can tell you so much about them. Because there, there's obviously so much that I couldn't write in that little space. But I've kept in touch with pro- probably, like, I want to say 98% of them.
1: Oh, that's great. That's you awesome. You know?
0: And, and it's just, like, it's it's bizarre to think that, like, I've made all these new friends during the pandemic. Yeah. What? That's you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you're How a creator. have you been socializing? And you're a creator
1: <laughs> and a communicator, right? So you had to create and you had to communicate and you found a way. And that's, I mean, really, it's going to sound sappy, but I mean this sincerely. Like, it, it does give me hope, like, when I see people such as yourself who... You know, have that need in them to communicate and to create. Still doing it, despite, or doing it harder because of all this—the horrific sh around us. Yeah, it is inspiring, and that—and that's what I feel when I see these posts come up. Well, inside thanks. the Detroit posts, uh, and well, I, I always love seeing. And by the way, for for listeners who haven't checked it out yet, which you definitely should. There's so many people that are covered on this, from like you're saying, just protesters on the street, local business owners to. You know, people who are particularly our listening audience would be familiar with, The Swanks are yeah. on there. Uh, Brendan Benson, Ben Blackwell, Pat Pintano in his, all of his Australian glory. Mick Collins, uh, yeah. Drew Carey, for God's sakes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Little Steven. And, and little, little Steven's Steven. on there, yeah. 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 So,
1: I mean, do you have any... Now, obviously, a lot of these stories are heavy, and yep. a lot of these stories are personal. Yep. Have there been highlights for you in terms of that kind of, maybe in terms of the inspiration I was just talking about, have there been people where you were just like, that inspired you while you were doing this project? Everybody. Yeah.
0: Everybody. I mean, honestly, like, I've stopped thinking about this project being about me because it's not about me. This project is about everybody else. You know, like I feature, I I did a post about Kenny Tudrick a couple days ago, and he's amazing. He's like one of the best drummers I've ever seen in my entire life. He played. He plays drums for the Cobras, mm-hmm. and in 2012 he he went sober. He became so. He, you know he's been sober since 2012. Yeah. And he he's now like living about I think uh, an hour and a half outside of Detroit. He's got a wonderful partner named Drea. She's mm-hmm. got three kids. That he's basically like I'm a family man now. And he was saying to me, "He's like, this is all I've ever wanted. You know, I've always wanted to be a family man and provide, st- provide stability for people that I never had the stability in my life." Yeah. And it was funny because his partner Drea commented when I posted his picture and was like, "Co, who's gonna write your your picture? <laughs> you know, your story, your pic? You know?" Yeah. And I was like no one this isn't about me this is my love story for like all these people you know all of these wonderful people i mean and there's definitely been been people who who i'm just astounded by it it blows my mind that some people even talk to me there's a particular picture of this this woman jasmine and she's holding a sign that says like please stop killing us or stop killing us
1: that's yeah, what I was good. thinking of like that's, yeah, yeah
0: that's and it, right was, it was it was a really weird situation because I was literally driving down the street coming back from taking pictures of somebody, and I saw her holding that picture. I mean, holding that sign, and I just pulled over and, par- and parked in like a closest parking lot, you know. And it's a weird thing because it's just like if I were her, and somebody was like start approaching me you know like hey oh you know i'd be like what the hell who is this person you know <laughs> so i tried to like approach her and like not be weird so i said you know i didn't get too close to her. i stayed six feet apart i had my face mask on she had hers and i said you know my name is Co. you have your phone on you are you on instagram and she was like yep so i you know told her about i gave her my my handle and i was mm-hmm. like this is what I'm doing. I would love to take a picture of you and include you in my project. And I know that you're busy right now, obviously, you know, you're on the corner and you're you're doing your thing. So I don't want to take too much of your time, but can I take a picture of you and you give me your handle? We will communicate through Instagram. Yeah. And you can take a look at what I'm doing. And if you like it, you can trade phone numbers through Instagram. And if you don't like it, just tell me no, and I will erase your pictures. And we, you know, we don't ever ever have to speak again. And she said, okay, sure. You know, so I took a couple pictures of her and left. And then the next day, I got a message from her. And she was like, here's my phone number. Give me a call. And yeah, and we ended up talking for like three or four hours. That's great. (laughs) Nice. You know, I mean, and that's... That's pretty much the only time I've done something like that where I just like hop out of the car and take a picture of someone I absolutely have never talked to. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but hey, I mean Can the- I
1: take pictures of you and put them on the internet?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not that- famous <laughs> bassist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean so I mean so, so in part and and in, in part it's good that I have already those pictures. Yeah, you right. know, so people can look at it and be like, okay, she's not insane. And she's, you know what I mean? <laughs> But I mean, but it's been, it's been really great. And although it is a mainly Detroit based project, obviously Underground Garage, they're my family as well.
1: Yeah.
0: I sent out emails to a lot of, a lot of the DJs and not only the DJs, but some of the people who work behind the scenes because they are as important as the DJs, you know, as the on-air talent. And I just said, if anybody wants to do this, I would be more than happy to include you guys. Just let me know. And so, I mean, that's how I got little Steven. That's how I got Drew Carey. <laughs> yeah. As the mask thing becomes more political, it's, it's funny because Michael DeBar, somebody had sent him an email saying, like, you know, the way to get people to wear masks is to get pictures of young musicians or, you know, people who, you know, musicians or artists that, you know, and have them wearing masks. And Michael DeBar just sent them a link to my, my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: like I said, it puts everybody on a level playing field. It shouldn't be a political thing. It should be. No. It's science-based. It, it, there's it's no a respect
0: thing. I've yeah. got
2: one right here. Like just, just wear the damn thing if yeah. you're going to be around. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. it's a respect
0: thing. It's not right. even. It's just like, hey, I respect you, and you yeah. should respect me. You know. Right. And then this whole thing about like, oh, I have a medical exemption. Well, you know what? If you have a medical exemption, you shouldn't even leave the house. I know. You know, know. (laughs) like what is this medical exemption that you can't wear a mask for twenty minutes? It's ridiculous. I I mean, I go,
1: I go running in the damn things every day, and it's fine. I've never, I, I. There's no discernible difference. But all your CO2 CO2 levels, they're gonna be off the charts. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, (laughs) what was I heard? Somebody wrote on Instagram. You're breathing in your own carbon monoxide. Oh,
2: <laughs> can we Can we all just look at the furry oh community for a minute? Can we all just yeah. look at the furries?
0: Yeah, the furry, listen. Can,
1: furries are <laughs> f***ing them things. Yeah. That, that requires a lot of deep breathing.
2: <laughs> uh, and, and as a side note, I, this mm-hmm. is... Pretty much apropos of, of little, but uh, you had mentioned, you know, some <laughs> some Detroit. Is, that's on James's calling Hold card. On. Let apropos me get on my political. <laughs> I, no, uh you had mentioned some Detroit uh, friends of yours starting to settle down and become family people, and uh, I just want to, I just want to shout out Steve Shaw for becoming uh, an Instagram person who is just posting pictures of his garden. I very much appreciate. Yeah, that. it is. It is the best.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, and that's 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 one thing that is like so amazing is almost everybody in detroit now has a garden it's the best it's so good the, yes
2: the, the weird silver lining of COVID is that everybody had time to be outdoors and like plant stuff yeah and
1: i'm just uh, enjoying
2: all of these pictures mm-hmm. it's great
1: except like, here yeah, where i mean, I, well, I must reiterate it is 109 <laughs> <inside>. um, <laughs> no one no human should be outdoors right now
0: i mean <laughs> just you guys wait i have some like some real tear jerkers coming up oh no yeah, where you're gonna uh, be like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe these people are doing this stuff. It's so I mean, there are some people out there who are just giving so much and they have so little and it blows my mind. That's when I have like issues with Mike Illich, Little Caesars yeah. Arena, Little Caesars. All right, i j I'm 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 just gonna spoil it. But like I have a picture coming up of a woman named Harriet Brown. They call her Chef B. And every Wednesday, she goes down to the bus station downtown, which is like one of the main bus transit centers, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. And she brings tubs and tubs of, you know, prepackaged little meals that she makes. And all the food that she makes it with is either food that, like, she grows, you know, in terms of the vegetables, you know, she has vegan options. And then, the meat is meat that she gets donated to her, and so obviously she can only do it once a week because she can't afford to, you know, she can't afford to do it more than that. And she's got volunteers who help pass it out, and then most of the people who she's passing it out to are homeless or they're really poor. Yeah. And so she invited me down there, and she was like, "Come down at six o'clock." Make sure you get there at six, you know. And I was like, "All right, okay, coming down." And I watched them unload these enormous tubs of food, and I'm thinking, like, there is no way they're going to get rid of all this food. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and you know, and she said to me, like, "Well, you know, I know that you're, you know, you're taking pictures for the story and blah blah blah. And I know that you're not stupid, but I have to say." You can't take pictures of anybody who's getting the food because they have dignity. And I was like, Of course, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to take pictures. My aim is not to shame anybody or whatever, you know, like people have their dignity. And she's like, And you also can't take pictures of anybody who's giving out the food except for me because a lot of the people who are helping her are protesters and, you know, the whole facial recognition thing. So it's like, Okay so i basically just took pictures of her and then like the piles of food and just did like a time lapse thing where it was just like just watch the food disappear and yeah i was like okay the food yeah you know they're it's gonna take like a couple hours for them to get rid of all this food that food was gone in 15 minutes
1: oh my god
0: i mean and we're talking hundreds and hundreds of these pre-packaged meals and it's right by like the brand new little Caesars arena yeah and i'm thinking to myself the illiches they own a f-ing pizza f-ing place you know what i mean excuse yeah. my language but
2: no it's a pizza f-ing place we yeah can agree.
0: yeah and i mean how much would it cost them to go and have somebody you know a group of people go down there every day obviously pizza is not the most healthy food like harriet tries to make healthy food but how much would it cost them to go down there every day and hand out 500 pizzas nothing Uh nothing you know and like behind harriet they've got like a little medical tent set up where they hand out face masks and little like things of uh hand sanitizer and they do like blood pressure checks and it's like how much would it cost dan gilbert to, like, donate a little bit of money so they could do maybe COVID testing or they could do buy some more masks or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not that much money. They could write that stuff off. Yeah. And that's where that's where the whole idea of, like, if you're going to come to this city and say, like, okay, you know, I'm bringing business to Detroit and I'm going to revitalize your city, then you need to do something when... There's a pandemic. You need to do something when the city is, like, in dire straits. You know? Duh. (laughs) Which
2: is the kind of living embodiment of you had Leonard King on uh, Mm -hmm. one of the posts who said, uh, if you're going to complain, you need to organize. And if you're not going to do that, then shut up. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. And and it's 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 true. And he's you're doing that. The people you're taking pictures of do, of are doing that. And it's it's great. And this seems to be something that you're clearly passionate about in Detroit. Even. Pre-pandemic, yeah, because you you did the Detroit Lives documentary with Johnny Knoxville
1: of all yeah. people. Yeah. It's <laughs> odd, uh, but uh, it's clearly he didn't these... try and duct tape himself to you, did he, Co? No, <laughs> okay, good. But he
0: does stand with his hands like like he all the time. He does stand with his hands like covering his nuts all the time. <laughs> and I asked him about it. I was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like. It's a force of habit, you know. After years and years and years of being on Jackass, you never know. <laughs> I,
1: you just you've you've been on this show a few times now, Co. That's the most insane <laughs> thing I've heard you say yet, and it makes so much sense.
0: It's true, like, though. Of course, it's if you true. were getting
1: punched in the nuts every day for a decade, yeah, you would constantly stand.
0: <laughs> yeah, with your hands covering your, your nuts, ready
1: at yeah. the ready. Yeah, that is. That's insane.
0: Yeah, he he stands like that all the time, all but the time. No
1: amount of Men in Black two money is gonna rid you of that one. that's, nope. just, never. that's just there forever.
0: Yep, <laughs> never. He's always gonna do that. See, but these like <laughs>
1: two, I feel like it was.
2: These stories are yeah. clearly like a, a a passion project. Like I, I I watched that documentary and and was it was. It was eerily reminiscent in a in a certain way of like because people were going to Detroit to shoot ruined porn. Yeah, and ooh. you and people going just like there's more to this city and people in the city are rebuilding it and you know mm-hmm. doing it themselves and they don't they don't need you know people from Norway coming over to take pictures of right. the train station for the millionth time because yeah. ooh, look at that. But I really do appreciate this Instagram just for you know the. The sheer amount of small businesses and things you get to you get a taste of exactly who is ac- like actually doing something in Detroit, yeah. and, and Detroit gets a like you said a really bad rap for mm-hmm. for being like just a city in decay, and it yeah. is much more than that, and the people are much more than that, and they deserve more than that exactly. And these photos really do kind of showcase what is going on on the ground and yeah and that's you know. my
0: entire that is that's my entire mission statement right there it's just that like and it's just so funny because you know when people want to talk about the music they're like oh it's so magical there's something in the water blah 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 but it's like yeah, yeah there is something in the water but it's beyond music you know there's it also community. lights on fire but i just yeah
1: could be lead uh, uh, but yeah uh, it's, they it's just the,
0: uh, settled, they just gave uh, saw that. $600 million. We'll see if that... A little late? Yeah, <laughs> a little late. They should lock, lock up Angler see and see what happens to him. <laughs> but to James's point, I mean,
1: like we, we, even mm-hmm. doing this, this little rock and roll show we do, has gotten us to know Detroit and the people in it really well. And, you know, it's not like New Jersey where that reputation's justified. And really just get rid of it. <laughs>
2: There is something in the water it's deadly it's, but no it's
1: but Detroit is full of so much you know beauty and creativity, and it really like much like the pandemic what I was saying earlier, with you needing to create you know these tough circumstances bring out seemingly the best in detroiters to to rise to the occasion,
0: yeah, so, I hope so, you know, I mean yeah. every single one of my posts, even if it's somebody. Who's just had a terrible time of things? There's always something good. Mm-hmm. everybody always has something good to say, yeah, and that's why I always try to highlight that,
2: yeah, so this is a good time to direct people to the Instagram, which is at the underscore heart of underscore Detroit on Instagram, you should be following this. uh the pictures are amazing, the stories are amazing,
0: and also i it's just me. I do everything I take all the pictures I do all the writing and when I started it gas was a dollar a gallon and now gas is like 250 so if anybody out there is feeling a little bit like you know they want to help me out a little bit I do take donations
1: Absolutely. Where can people go to uh, donate?
0: You can Venmo me at Comolina.
2: <laughs> All right. There you go. And they certainly should, because the work you're doing is extraordinary, and the the stories you're getting are extraordinary.
1: But um, that's not the only work you're doing. Uh oh. No, it's there's not. A seg- there's a segue. That was a seg Did everybody catch that? Yep. <laughs>
0: it is. We've
2: just been talking about it. This is it. This is the Segway. They're saying it's reinventing the wheel. It looks like a combination of a scooter and a lawnmower.
1: And I want to make sure we get to the Little Caesar Little Caesars. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no,
0: totally different thing.
1: <laughs> little Stevens Underground Garage. Now, every time you're on the show, we make sure to direct our listeners, remind you that your wonderful program is on Sirius XM 21. Still Saturdays, 8 to noon?
0: Yep. 8 a.m. till noon, Detroit time, Eastern.
1: Understand where you find the time to do that and all of this, but uh, thank I don't you for either. doing that. You've had a lot of excitement uh, in the world of Little Steven's Underground Garage lately. Mm-hmm. I-, I wanted to just talk a little bit about. He did a uh, the was a road show.
0: Yeah. Did um basically, Little Steven has an organization called Teach Rock Teach Rock org, and rightly so, he feels like music is no longer a priority in schools. And so part of this charity, most of this charity, is helping kids get music in schools, you know, get 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 musical education, whether it be actually playing music or learning about other careers they can have that are music-related. Mm-hmm. And Teach Rock is amazing. If you're a teacher, if you're a kid, anything, go to teachrock.org, and you there's so many great resources. Pre-pandemic, they were doing a lot of go actually going to different cities mm-hmm. and sitting down with kids and, you know, talking to them about like, okay, hey, you know, you, you like doing this? Here's a career you could go into, you know? And yeah. it's not necessarily like you want to be in a band. So right. they had talked about coming to Detroit, but again, this little thing called COVID-19 <laughs> happened still haven't heard of it I don't I, I know just... it's so weird and so obviously they could not come here and sit with a bunch of kids yeah. even though Trump says that you know kids yeah. are basically immune and they can go back to school it's no problem you know um, so <laughs> but yeah so instead of doing that this year they um, decided to do everything virtually and they basically said to me, you know, we're gonna have Martha Reeves, you know, little Steven is friends with Martha Reeves, so you know, that was easy for him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> you know, and then they were talking about either Iggy or Wayne Kramer and Alice Cooper and then they Your had a friend. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> then they had some kids that were younger and working and playing. And then they said to me, like, would you like to to be in it? And do you have any suggestions of people we should talk to? And I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) And it's really interesting because the people that I suggested to them, one of them I sort of knew already, which was Cornelius Harris. Mm -hmm. And he is the label manager for Submerge Records and Underground Resistance. And he runs the only techno museum in the world. And he is like walking encyclopedia of everything and especially music. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my God. He is so, so, so smart. You can find him on The Heart of Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) Plug, 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 plug. And the other guy that I had not met before this project is Nick Speed. And the Nick Speed story is actually funny because he was one of, like, I think the first week or two, I took a picture of him. And it was one of those things where somebody was like, hey, you should take a picture of this guy, Nick Speed. He'll meet you at this place. And I was like, okay, I don't know anything about him. Cool. You know, so I went to this alley and met him. I mean, and and it's not a weird alley. Okay. It's like,
1: yeah, all right. it, it, <laughs> um, thought that was gonna take a turn.
0: No, and he was just like, "Hey, yep, yeah, I'm Nick Speed," and I was like, "Hey, I'm Co," and I was like, "So, what do you do? And who are you?" Kind of thing. And, and you got was, the
2: stuff. And and, got,
0: <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm a you know hip hop DJ and producer." And I was like, "Do you want to give me more info?" Or you know, and he's like, "Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But you know, that's all you got to write about me." And I'm like, "Okay." Hmm. So I took a picture of him and then like got his information so I could tag him and all that stuff. And then I posted him. And then all of a sudden, all these people are like, "Legend, living legend!" Oh my god, Nick Speed, Nick Speed. <laughs> and if you right now, if either of you type in Nick Speed into Wikipedia, you'll be like. Holy crap! <laughs> <I'm> doing, it. <laughs> I'm doing it, yeah, I'm going. On it. On All right, yeah. here we go. Yeah,
2: this is uh, the third man. Uh, Wikipedia, something real quick. Hold on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which I pro- I should have done this, but I didn't. G unit, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right?
1: Wow, Jesus!
0: I know, right?
1: He's he's. <laughs> produced a lot of people i know that is I quite know. a list
0: <laughs> so like you know because this is like the first week i'm doing the project i'm just like okay i'm just gonna write that he's a producer and you know oh. And M&M, <laughs> holy <laughs> <shit.
2: laughs> fitty set quite a lot yeah obie <laughs> trice real
1: name no gimmicks is on there ah but of tea We've got uh,
2: rapper Big Poo, who I've never heard of, but I do enjoy the name.
1: That's what you get after a Little Caesars. <laughs>
0: yeah so i was just like uh okay i feel so stupid now (laughs) um but then i ended up meeting up with him the week after because there was like a uh somebody was like oh you should come shoot this feeding first responder thing you know there's like a bunch of people who are like famous or whatever who are delivering food to first responders and hospital workers and he ended up being there. And I was like, hey, what's up, Nick? And he was like, hey, co, you know. And since then, we've become like buddies, like, you know, like I call him and we talk about music and et cetera, et cetera. So when the Teach Rock people reached out to me, I said, you need to talk to Cornelius because techno is so, so, so important for the city of Detroit. Yeah. And you need to talk to Nick Speed. And they were like, well,. You know, uh, you know that that means that we're not going to be able to talk to you. And I was like, fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you already have Wayne Kramer and Alice Cooper. Like, why do you need to talk to me? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like really? There's enough rock and roll like there. I I would much rather you guys have those guys than me.
2: Yeah. A lot of people forget about Detroit's being the birthplace of of techno and the and the techno movement and
0: yeah periods. i mean like the yeah the belleville three like it's like techno capital of the world you know Yeah. and i mean and it's and it's so 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 important <laughs> you know and so i was like all right so i got those guys for you and wait what am i doing <laughs> 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 and, the, and, the, and this whole story was pretty funny so like a couple days i think two days before like you know, it was kind of like Zoom live air, you know. Marcel Reeves was pre-recorded, but everybody I th- I th- else, I think, was live. I was actually out, like, taking pictures of somebody. They asked me to do the intros for everybody. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, that's perfectly fine with me, you know. MC? Yeah.
1: MCKO? I like it. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's what I do anyway. I'm like, <laughs> next song you're going to hear is, you know, so it's like, next guest we're going to have is... Gacy Gacy. Yeah, (laughs) so they're like they called me and they said okay where are you and i was like well i'm out taking pictures for my project (laughs) and they're like when can you get home by and i was like uh is it an emergency and they're like (laughs) it's not an emergency but as soon as you can we need you to get home to record a new intro for somebody and i was like you didn't have time for me but there's somebody else <laughs> who is this person you know i mean not not really but you know i'm like i'm thinking like man this has got to be somebody big you know yeah. and they're like we got gretchen whitmer and i was like big gretchen, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> beats the on the Hey, we want to present these buffs to our governor Big hey Gretch! Throw the bumps on her face because that's Big Gretch.
1: We ain't even about the stress. We got Big Gretch. You can find her in the press. Under Big Gretch. Fresh in a new dress. Yeah, that's Big Gretch.
0: Cause I love Gretchen Whitmer, you know. Yeah. Like So I was like, Alright, I'm getting home as soon as I can. So I go home and I like record this and I and I told them I was like, you know, because they're in New York, a lot of people know that she's Big Gretch but you know, I gotta make sure that they understand. The whole Big (laughs) Gretch thing, you know? And so I told them, I was like, I'm going to kind of go on a little bit, but I'm going to call her Big Gretch. I mean, obviously I'll say Gretchen Whitmer, but I'm going to, you know, say like, I love you, Big (laughs) Gretch, you know? And they were like, no, no, no. We all know about Big Gretch. She actually was saying, you know, when we talked to her, she was saying that when she got the Big Gretch nickname, it was the first time in a long time that her kids thought she was cool
2: (laughs) it wasn't being you know an important political person or or authority or doing you know an amazing job no Uh, but yeah it was because (laughs) like this this like
0: sort of okay rapper wrote this song about her (laughs) getting a pair of sunglasses you know oh man Yeah, so I got home, and I was, like, all psyched up, and I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm, like, you know, did my hail intro. Coming up, we've got my governor. I love her. (laughs) It's Big Grinch. The one from
1: the song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I was so psyched. And then at the last minute, she backed out. Ah. And we we were all like, oh, what happened? What Mm -hmm. happened?
2: I got Cuomo instead,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what happened was she was meeting with Biden, um, and we were all like, "Oh no, she's meeting with Biden. She's gonna be the VP." <laughs> not not because you know we didn't want you know, but we were like, "We need her. Don't yeah. take her from us." Yeah, yeah. So we kind of thought like everybody, you know, me and Cornelius and Nick were all kind of like. <gasps> no! Yeah. You know? But then, as things progressed, we're like, oh. They probably met for him to be like, hey, you're doing yeah. a good job, <laughs> but you're staying in Michigan. You yeah. know I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, yeah. I really
1: thought that that story was going to end up with you <sighs> nagging Alice Cooper again, and it actually just wound up like Joe Biden was nagging Big Red. No. <laughs>
0: But yeah, if you haven't seen that Teach Org, uh, TeachRock.org Detroit episode, yeah. you should check it out. Right. You can go to TeachRock.org, and I think it's up there somewhere.
1: Well, you've you've been so busy, I don't know how you have time for all of this, So, but uh, you are... Prolific. I could go on for another
0: hour or two if you want. <laughs> well,
1: so here's what I'm going to do. So we, mm-hmm. we do have a lightning round here. Mm-hmm. I also have a baby that's getting up. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go get the baby. Uh-huh. And James is gonna start the lightning round and then oh, I'll gosh. be back with a baby and and probably some ambient noise. And maybe some <laughs> ambient. I don't know. Maybe. Ooh. So oh, I'm gosh. just gonna be I'll be right back. James, okay, lightning okay. round. Hit it. Okay.
0: Go! Okay.
2: So are there any leads on the van, Co. We need to know.
0: Nope.
2: Ugh, come on. It's gone.
0: <laughs> it's gone.
2: All right. That's good. Well, we will we will continue our detective stories. We've asked uh, Blackwell about it at this point. We've asked several several other dirt bombs, I think at this point, and mm-hmm. and all of them have you know clever alibis.
0: I kind of think that Blackwell stole it. I think he did too. Mm-hmm. And I
2: think he's being very sneaky. He's never given me a straight answer mm-hmm. at least without making fun of me first. So
0: Because he uh... had he had keys to the van. Everybody had keys to the van. He's the one who lived closest, and he had his drum kit in the van. I think he took the van, took his drum kit into the house, and then who knows what he did with the van. but then it was just like oh the van's gone.
2: I mean to be fair he's continued being a good drummer so we know he's been able to
1: practice so we know he's had a kit. Yep,
0: he's the closest I... one. He was the closest one. I mean I... it's it would be the easiest for him to take the van.
1: co uh, I would I would I would love to uh, enlist you in helping perpetuate our rumor we're trying to spread that Pat Pantano is secretly studying Australian jiu-jitsu. Uh, we're not sure what Australian jiu-jitsu is exactly, but it sounds like something he'd be doing. Um, so we're going to go ahead and need you to help perpetuate that for us. Yes, he is. Thank you.
0: When I last spoke with him, <laughs> he he does have kids, but when the kids go to bed, he sneaks off. It's not jiu-jitsu, actually. He sneaks off to this temple, Whoa. and he practices the, the secret martial art the not I'm not allowed to tell you what it's called
1: I'm so interested in writing this right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) and um, yeah he's learning the secret martial art that is it's very very rare it's so rare that even if I told you what it was called, you wouldn't be able to Google it or anything like that. Well,
2: he would have to come and kill me. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: and 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 he's able to kill with his pinky.
2: This it's is true. parody, parody, parody. Mm-hmm. We yeah. don't want to get Pat in trouble. He's not killing anyone um. with his pinkies.
1: <laughs> Sec- all right second in the lightning round mm-hmm. uh, is interlock and music camp doing remote learning slash remote mild brutality toward children during the quarantine <laughs> do you know
0: i have no idea they send me it's really strange because i think i have to blame it on you guys but i didn't hear from interlock for many many years and then all of a sudden, they started sending me emails. <laughs> so I think it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault.
1: Okay. We'll take it. We'll take
2: it. <laughs> so it, we've been speaking about quarantine. What's one show or th- or thing that you've gotten obsessed with in quarantine, aside from the heart of Detroit?
0: I love Don Lemon.
2: Hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I like solid answer. Lemon.
0: Yeah. I love Don Lemon. And I love Trevor Noah. I've always loved Trevor Noah and John Oliver, but one of the things that I think is super hilarious... And I never knew this before, because I never really watched CNN a lot, but like, you know how Chris Cuomo has this weird thing about Don Lemon? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like how he's like secretly in love with him or whatever. (laughs) Uh, And he's always like, D-Lemon, my brother. Um, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's a little problematic for the Cuomo slides, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But Trevor Noah did this whole thing. I don't know if you saw that episode, but he did this, you know, how he has like his like. Thought of the day, or whatever, at the end of a show. And one of the episodes, it was just like clips of Chris Cuomo like trying to hug. Don Lemon <laughs> and Don Lemon do like
1: ah, get off me oh my god my brother's a governor I swear yeah. <laughs> oh man well speaking of people trying to hug reach out and hug other people I don't know it's not really a good transition I saw on Instagram that Potter had to pay for a new copy of his Co-In the Knockouts album how do yes. you plan to make this up to him and to uh, cover the expense
0: too bad it's his own fault <laughs>
1: <laughs> he
2: should have known better.
1: Yeah,
0: I gave him a copy way back when. So that's his own damn fault that he lost it.
2: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. And uh, the last one here is, you always have wonderful music rec- recommendations. Is there anything you're listening to these days that has you excited?
0: Actually, <laughs> this is so sad. When my air conditioning stopped working, my the radio in my car actually stopped working too. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. That's one of my favorite things is I like drive in the car and listen to music. It would be perfect if, you know, I had air conditioning and my radio, my my, you know, my radio worked in my car because I could listen to music and drive happily to each of these photo sessions or to get my coronavirus test every 12 days. But now I have no radio. And oh, so, I, so it's just me with the windows down, listening to, like, the hot air with my <laughs> face mask on.
1: All right. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, hot no, air. Noted DJ, spinning hot air.
0: <laughs> What's her name? Jessie Wagner. She is amazing. She mm. actually, I, I, I heard her song from little Steven. It was one of the coolest songs in the world uh, a few months ago. It's called Over and Over, Uh Mm -hmm. and it is such a great song. And since then, I've been listening to, like, anything that she has. She's great. Kenny Tudrick has a new single out, which is amazing. Awesome. Either of those guys.
1: But we will spin those.
2: Awesome. Thank you, Ko. Honestly, I don't think we could, at this point, do the show without you. Um, You're you're (laughs) keeping us... You're keeping us
1: afloat. I, I mean, I meant what I said earlier. You're an inspiration. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Oh. Um and it's Seriously, it is yeah. always really wonderful to talk to you. Thank you.
0: Oh, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate that you like reached out to me to help me with spreading the word about this project because it's really basically all I do now. <laughs> it's it's great. The, the
2: project is a serious like inspiration like Paul said and it, it is oh, uh, amazing and, yeah. and like Paul said creative people doing creative things during this time your work is is it should be seen by by as many people as possible so anything we can do to get it out there is, is our pleasure we'll and,
0: find uh, some book publishers and be like all right
2: so everybody out there go to at the underscore heart of underscore Detroit Check out the heart of Detroit. It's amazing. Thank you, Co. Check out Little Stevens Underground Garage with with Co on Saturdays, 8 a.m. to noon. And Co, thank you so much for joining thank us.
0: Thank you, guys. Again. Thanks, Co. All right, I'll miss you guys.
1: <laughs> you got to come back for a part four. That's
0: it. What? We only <laughs> get four parts? <laughs> come on. <laughs>
1: Well, James, it was wonderful talking to Co again.
2: It's always a pleasure, Co. You're welcome on anytime. Thank you for the great stories, and uh, we talked even longer uh, than we were recording. And so she's chock a block full of stories before and after the show. We were we were discussing some of that. So uh, yeah, well, come on, come on anytime. I reiterate again, boy, we're rusty at this even so long into the show. Uh, but uh, we'd like to uh, to thank some people. For supporting our show as well, and uh, we've got our, our Patreon patrons. We've got Derek Ferguson or Forever Ferguson. For <laughs> we've got Michael Brookfield or Bone Brookfield. We've got Tam Davis, our third person in spirit. Luke Sinclair, Luke me over closely. Josh Aiken or Joe Shaken all over. Uh, he's doing a lot. You'll you'll hear more from him later on in the season. We've got Melinda Taylor. Send me an angel down or Melinda Taylor. I mixed those up. Uh, so your nickname is now Melinda Taylor uh we've got julia hickling or the three dollar hat mig we've got Stu cat or the stew driver we've got kate mccoy the bones of the operation brenda inglehart we want to be the boys to warm your inglehart we've got yvette wilkins we'll get on sunshine brett garsky the brett three killed my garsky elizabeth myers rolling in on a burning myers we've got melinda endress who look pretty in your fancy endress and shane benjamson or the shane boy you've always known and uh, if you'd like to become a Patreon patron and join that, uh, that list there, you could do so by uh, following some of the instructions we have at the, the ad at the end of the show.
1: Yeah, it's just whatever you can kick. We don't, we do nothing fancy. Just whatever you want to throw in would be nice to help keep the lights on. So that'd be swell. If you'd like to interact with us, you could head to facebook.com slash third men. We are on Twitter at third men cast tumblr, third our website is www.thirdmenpodcast.com.
2: Type in the W's. It's important.
1: Well, you know, the World Wide Web. I thought I'd put it in there. You know, it's fine. Uh, you can send us an email, thirdmenpodcast.gmail.com. Head over to our Instagram at the third Men underscore podcast where we have a lot of pictures and uh, different things from the different shows that we do that go up there. So anyone who's interested in seeing some visual accompaniment to the episodes should go there
2: yeah paul does a great job he uh he really selects some fine photography thank for you. each episode so.
1: thank you you can pick up some merch at bit.ly slash third men merch that's bit.ly slash third merch a lot of great stuff up there a lot of great designs that james has done oh, thank you they're fabulous he's a fabulous artist also does the logos for this and all of our shows so that's tremendous of james james you're great you can head uh over Thanks. to youtube you can go to youtube.com slash C slash the third man podcast. Our show is hosted by Acast, and please for the love of God rate, review and subscribe <laughs> five star reviews, please. Like, look, if you're going to go through the trouble, if you're going to go through the trouble, just, just, just to five, five stars, you say whatever. I don't give a shit. Talk about anything. I don't care anything. Just write whatever's in your head, Write, Write about what you ate that day write
2: about your theory about where co's van is
1: the van theory what you ate bowel movements other podcasts i don't even care if you're like i well i'm gonna give this five stars but really i'd I'd rather listen to whatever doughboys or whatever (laughs) you're listening to i don't care i don't care
2: (laughs) to be fair if you wrote us a doughboys review (laughs) on this show, I would love it if you guys could do that. Just write us a review for the Doughboys on our show. Five stars, please. Five
1: stars, please. In fact, in fact, should we sweeten the pot, James? If they write us a Doughboys review that's five stars, should we send them like an image of Jack White as a Doughboy? Oh, fuck yeah. I'll do the
2: Doughboys logo with Jack White and a third man related Doughboys logo (laughs) for you and send that to you
1: yeah so maybe carl butterball just do that five stars please screenshot it email it to us and let us know that you did it and where to send the thing and we'll send it yeah that's great. and as always we'd like to thank sam cubert tom valenti for the help in the recording of our theme song with third man as well suzanne roundtree for the intros and outros of our program and james once again I will be looking for a home with, I hope, a fourth interview with Co. Molina.
2: Oh, nice! And I will be looking for a home inside the heart of Detroit. All right. Which again, y'all should check out Heart of Detroit. I forgot to bump that in the beginning, so I'm just going to post this. Uh, go check out the Heart of Detroit on Instagram, guys, please. It's uh, an amazing. Uh, post in an amazing account and uh, you can find that on instagram at the underscore heart of underscore detroit so uh so do that and uh there's there's the plug there
1: bye So, I guess what we learned here today is that we have to do a whole other fake one and then do a real one. Because <laughs> that second one went fine. <laughs> hey,
0: on behalf Be of Detroit, beats on the track. Hey, we want to present these buffs to our governor. Hey, great. Hey. Uh, ha ha. Oh, good. it's working.
1: Check, check, check. Code. I am on my new microphone. I'm a, I'm a fancy gear guy now. Ooh. I have a I have a Shure mic.
0: Ooh. That's what
1: Michael Jackson recorded Thriller on. That's what I tell Ooh. all my friends and family.
0: So are we going to sing are we going to sing songs from Thriller? I mean, we could. Are we going to like dance?
1: We should have, I mean we should Last time I was re-listening to our, our old interviews And we actually recorded a song together On ukulele last time Coach. <laughs> By the way I'm going to need to follow up with you About the publishing on. Um, I just want to make sure it's split 50-50 You know when we
0: get uh, No 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 no
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need a part
2: of this too So no, It was about I, taking a uh, The song was about poop. 70-15-15 <laughs>
0: Okay, we'll do 50-50, 50-me, and then you guys can split the other 50.
1: (laughs) 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 Said said the seasoned music professional.
0: (laughs) All right, all right, getting hyped up, getting hyped up. (laughs) <laughs> Can you guys hear me
1: now? Can you yes. guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah
0: I, sorry, got I got my that. internet
2: back too. It was being glitchy, uh, and Co told the story to essentially no one, and I feel very
1: bad about that. I'm very
0: sorry.
1: <laughs> 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 this just kind of sits on top of Hollywood all the time, yeah. which I think is some kind of metaphor. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it might just be a metaphor. Um, but it's it's a long way of saying it's hot as shit.
2: Yeah, and we need to annoy Troy Gregory because we did quite a bit. Anyway, um, <laughs>
0: someone's uh, got to do it.
1: <laughs>
2: somebody's Francis got that it. That
0: was a segue from.
2: That's a long name. It is easier. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's you want it. Segue. One. If you look in the dictionary, it says yes, a smooth <laughs> transition. <laughs> Uh, from one position or idea to another.
0: Um, oh and this gosh, is a nice way to go
2: from one place sorry. to another. And it is an idea. <laughs> it's
0: a change
2: in thinking about how people uh, get around the city. Every
0: single one of my posts. Oh, puppy. Oh, George. <laughs> um,
2: Hold on, let me pull up a Trump ad real quick.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> people to the Instagram. Let's go for Oh.
0: No.
1: Nope. Maybe. Oh, you're so. Okay. Nope. Okay. Yeah, this just, is a good time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good time to direct. Can I just say, uh, I feel like I would be more comfortable if he was consulting like an astrologer or something, but not, <laughs> but not, <laughs> but not like, like so, because that's, like, si- that's like silly, th- that's like fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like we can have fun with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a bad day today. Well, Whatever. isn't that what
0: QAnon is? Like... <laughs> High tech scooter called the Segway Human Transporter. The two wheeled scooter was officially unveiled today on Good Morning America. The invention is being billed as a short distance alternative to the automobile, but safer.
2: It's a, it's a Freddy Krueger one, though. I'm excited about that.
0: Oh, good. Trump is gone. It's now hefty party cops. Sorry. <laughs>
2: This isn't so much lightning right now. I'm waiting for him to get a baby. Anyway,
0: okay, so it's like more slower. All
2: yeah, right, um, yeah. How
0: fast do babies move? God, not
2: very. Um, <laughs> my baby is upstairs actually right Wait, now. Wait, how I many think-
0: babies do you guys have together? I mean, <laughs> not together,
2: but like- <laughs> no, well, together. Co, this is a uh, we're we're very open. No, um, I know. Yeah, I I'm actually staying at my in-laws right now, so I think they're putting the baby to sleep along with. That sounds bad. They're putting the baby to sleep. They're putting the baby to bed.
1: Yeah. Right now.
2: <laughs> I gotta baby. stop that. I've been t- anyway.
0: Hold on a second. I'm gonna let George out of the room. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> keep 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 reading. <laughs> okay. Okay. We got. Uh, oh, push a T. I shouldn't say this on the air, but. I, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: I feel like you say that a lot to us, Coach. I know. <laughs>
0: um, like, oh, you're cute. Um.
1: <laughs> you and I don't think I've had a chance to thank you for uh, James and you had coordinated. You had signed a, you had signed some of the artwork from our shows for me for my birthday. Like at yeah. this point, going back two years or something like that, and it, it is framed and in a place of prominence. And I just want to say I appreciate oh, it toilet. and thank you. your
0: toilet.
1: Aww. <laughs> It just uh, <laughs> dedicated to Mick Colum's Buzz BMs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's so he could listen to his favorite hot air. <laughs>
1: but you're wonderful, Cove. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Gracious little chicka. Uh-oh, frozen.
1: Let's go back to our song. Hey, everybody. Paul here with a quick message for you. As James and I mentioned many times on the show, this podcast is 100% not-for-profit and a labor of our love for music. We pride ourselves in bringing you interesting, timely content as we have these past 100-plus episodes. Podcasting is, however, a weirdly expensive process, and we actually lose money on hosting, time, equipment, advertising, and all the other little things that we need to do to make these shows for you. So, to help break even on some expenses like those, James and i have set up a patreon account where you can if you like chip in a few bucks to help keep the lights on it can be as much or as little as you can swing and all donations are greatly appreciated the last thing we want to do is hound anybody for cash so just know that listening to our show is always payment enough but if you would like to help us out that would be amazing all right it's all from me. Remember, you can head to patreon.com slash third men podcast. And a huge thank you to everyone who's donated already. Alright everybody, I'll see you on the show. I'm John, I'm John, And I'm Wayne Kaminsky. You are all invited to join us on a magical mystery trip through the lives of the Beatles every week on the Yesterday and Today podcast. This show details the chronological journey of the world's most famous band using music, interviews, and rarities collected since the debut of John, Paul, George, and Ringo onto the world stage. We're a fan-made production, and we're available now on iTunes and wherever you find your podcasts. So sit back, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. This state I'm living in is on fire.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, But for the first time, it's not near you.